Here's a story that you're going to have interest in. At least I do because I'm a cancer survivor and we all know someone, if we haven't had cancer, we know someone who has had cancer. And what happens when a doctor is diagnosed? A doctor who has studied cancer for years and years. Dr. Kimberly Baker is with us. And Kimberly, tell us what you do. Tell us your title because you have been involved in research and and the medicine end of things for a long time. Welcome to the show. What's your title? Thank you. Um, so my name is Dr. Kimberly Baker, and I am a professor of biology, and I have a doctorate in molecular, cellular, and developmental biology, and I have studied cancer biology for approximately 20 years. And then someone tells you that you have cancer. Yes. And so as um, you probably personally know, it is a, it's a bit of a shock. Uh, I think more shocking for me was how I was treated as a cancer patient in that information was conveyed rather casually and I was not really given any additional context as to what my diagnosis meant. Yeah, I found out on the air. My doctor called me while I was doing a morning radio show. uh, How do I process this and how do I finish the show? But for them, it's just run of the mill, everyday stuff. Got to get my calls in because they deal with it on a daily basis. But let's get back to the article that you wrote that I read on HuffPost that really touched my heart. You said in medical medical school, students are taught when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. Can you explain that? Sure. So this phrase is meant to remind physicians that most times when a patient comes in with symptoms, it's going to be something common, like a horse, rather than some rare disease like a zebra. And I was aware of this, so when I started experiencing symptoms, because I'm in the field of cancer biology, of course, you know, you could think it's cancer, but I told myself, be calm, that's probably not what's happening here. And when I went to my physician, they were thinking along the same lines, like, it's not dire, it's nothing to be concerned about. My concern, and I've seen this with a lot of cancer patients, is they say, oh, you know what, if it gets worse, go to the ER, Yes. And I read that happened to you. It did. And and honestly, I think that was the most upsetting thing. I felt like my symptoms and I was being dismissed. And I was concerned because I did not want to have to go to the ER because of the prices and the stress associated with doing that. So I was trying to be proactive by going to my primary care physician at a regular appointment. And I almost felt as if they didn't want to be bothered with me, but instead were like, okay, um, again, if it gets worse, you can go to the ER and they can do the tests immediately. And what's interesting and, is is she, this is Dr. Kimberly Baker. She is a doctor. I would think that you would get preferential care, that other doctors would show you more respect than the rest of us who walk in off the street. I don't necessarily, um, I, I don't necessarily indicate my title. This was a new physician. So I, I think, you know, they, the treat, I would presume like everybody else. And, um, and so I think that in their minds that, 
we have time. There's nothing to be concerned about. So you can just wait. And if you really can't wait, well, then you, you have other resources, such as going to the emergency department. And it did turn into an intense conversation because I had to uh, kind of advocate for myself. And the office manager came in. And um, ultimately, though, uh, a test was ordered that day just so that we could determine whether it was something more dire. And a few hours later, I get a phone call, and the physician tells me that I have lesions in my liver. In other words, I have stage four cancer. So it was something more severe. And I think most people who have experienced cancer kind of understand there really isn't a stage five, so to speak. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yes. Once it means that it's spread to multiple organs or it's present throughout the body. So it, it, it's advanced. Yes. Yes. How are you doing right now? Um, I'm doing okay. Th- thank you for asking. Um, I, I think now that I feel like ultimately I have an action plan and that I have found some physicians who I feel are listening to me and who are on my team, that I have my healthcare allies, I am feeling much, much more uh, positive and hopeful about my prognosis. And what kind of hope and advice can you give to others who might find themselves in the same situation? Because I found that every cancer patient really does need to advocate on their on behalf of the, but it, you really need somebody else as an advocate you really do and and i think that's what drove me to write this piece is that um my husband in fact told me he said if this would have been me with the diagnosis and you didn't do what you do i would have just listened to the doctor and i would have trusted that he's the expert And so that enrages me because I felt like I wasn't being listened to once I did have my oncologist. He wasn't answering my questions. And so my biggest advice and what I hope I will um, encourage people to do is that find somebody who will listen to. If you're not being listened to, find somebody else, find a second opinion because you come first and as sad as it is, you need to fight for yourself. And if you're not able, bring a loved one or a friend with you so that they can help assist you so that you can get the answers to your questions that you need and you feel like you truly are getting the care that you deserve. Thank you so much for joining the show. I'm going to read a few more lines from your story and share a few more points that I think anyone who's been diagnosed needs to know. We'll do that after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. But uh, Dr. Kim Baker, I, I know that you're strong and I just feel that you're going to beat this and I hope you continue to write and I hope you continue to join us on this show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you addressing this important issue. Thank you. She's an associate professor of biology at the University of Indianapolis and a molecular geneticist. She knows a thing or two. I pray for her, her good health. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. WGN.